Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patea and today I'm delighted to be sat outside Patrick's Steakhouse which is in the Soy Diana Arcade. Now, who else should I be sat with here than other than the main man himself, Patrick? Patrick, welcome to the show, sir. You're welcome. Now, <laughs> now, before we talk about your iconic restaurant, and it is a very well-known, very well-respected restaurant, there's a lot more about you than what people probably know. So I want to just go back and dig around a little bit, if I may. Um, firstly, you know, how long have you been here in Patea? Uh, 31 years in January. 31 you don't look 31 no i know i i did my best <laughs> <laughs> See, oh no i know he's modest a minute i mean so you came to patea 31 years ago i mean yeah. tell me a bit about yourself patrick what brought you to patea why are you here well i was uh, jobless in uh, belgium and i had no job and then had opportunity to come here as a military advisor okay. and i had a contract here with the thai special forces to to train one year and after that uh, i had no more job then uh, I came to Pattaya and I had uh, my backpack, underwear, socks, t-shirts, and with 2,000 baht. Wow. And my first job was in the Sirene bar in the, in the side of the walking street. And my first job was 150 baht a day. Wow. Just to sit there in the bar and talk to the customers. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, going back all that time, I mean, what was walking street like back then? Wow. That was completely different. <laughs> completely different. You could still park there in those days. Really? You still park the car there and still um, crowded. And back in the day was like Soy, K, uh, Soy Bacau and LK Metro, when was that as established as it is now? No, Soy Bacau was just a small street with the Thai shops in there. And Third Road didn't exist. Wow. It was a sandy road. Wow. Uh, so, a, you, so you've seen some changes then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's changed so much. But it's changed for the better. I'm not talking about the COVID. But now we, we, we're more developed. We have more things and better opportunities for better for better quality for the people and everything. Before in the old days, you have to go just to Foodland. That's the only thing that exists in days. Wow. Yeah. And I'm guessing when you came to Patchen, please bear with me, this may sound like a stupid question, but I'm leading into something. I mean, obviously you flew here, correct? Yes, yes. Now, fortunately, as I say now, because obviously you've lived to tell the tale, you had quite a, an experience in the airplane, didn't you? Yeah, we were. Uh, I did a skydiving. I was a cameraman for the skydiving team here in uh, 2000 till 2005. And in 2003, we had uh, a malfunction in the airplane and we crashed with nine people. Everybody survived. Just some scratches and some broken bones and everything. But, but we all survived. Yeah. I um, mean, what was going through your mind? I mean, without stating <laughs> the obvious. The, the, the moment themselves, you don't know what's happening. You complete... Uh, it's, I was excited because I say I never had that before. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Pat, you just said he's excited. The plane's about to hit the ground and he's excited. Yeah, well, it was weird. It was weird. But after that, the aftershock you have, when I took a shower after, then I start crying and it's, uh, because the, the emotions come out after, then yeah. you realize what's happening. Well, you must have been but, um, petrified without knowing you were petrified. Oh, yes. But the week after, we jumped C-130 in Huahin, yeah. We had to do that to get rid of the... I mean, fear. come on, let, let, let's be honest. So, I mean, I'm thinking about how I would comprehend that situation. So we've crashed. I've been very lucky to be able to tell the tale. And yeah. the next week, next week we jumped, up uh, you go again. I yeah, mean, really? Yeah, big plane. <laughs> I mean, did you have any thought about it? Yeah, well, we, we had all skydivers around us. We were the three, three guys who were in the crash. We went together to Huahin uh, in the C-130. And we jumped all together with the other skydivers around us. And we jumped out like that crazy my lord and, and <laughs> without being like too explicit how, how are you feeling when you jumped out yeah but no I still have some fear when I take when I go plane to a certain height I still have that 
Yeah. Uh, I hear something, something that's scary, you know? Wow. But uh, yeah, you get over it. Because, I mean, as well as obviously the, the flying incident, I mean, you also, you, you've been heavily involved in boxing over the years, haven't you? Yeah, I did uh, some charity fights here in Thailand. Yeah. And uh, everything we win from the, from the fight, we gave to the, um, one time I gave to the kids born with AIDS. Right. the AIDS center we gave like a hundred thousand baht Amazing. and then the other fights I did everything I went to charity well that's fantastic and uh, you know putting you on the spot now obviously you've got a boxing history you enjoy boxing best boxer of all time best boxer of all time for me uh, <laughs> see I've got him now he's thinking mm. wasn't expecting that question was you <laughs> yeah, well, for me the best boxer now for the moment for me Lomachenko Okay, Lomachenko yeah. now, nice shout. That's yeah, a nice that's shout. That's for me the best one for the moment. The most exciting boxer. Okay, well, they, all right, yeah, I mean, I have to say, yeah, prolific boxer and yeah. uh, very, very skilled. I mean, away from the, the boxing, you do a lot of charity work. I, I know yes, that. I yes. mean, would you explain a bit more about the charity yeah, work you do, please? We have a motorbike club, the Black Sheep MC, and uh, every year we do a charity. Like this year, we help you for the charity. And uh, the years before, I, I did a, a school that burned down in Tak. We helped them for two years to build up the school. Amazing. And the last charity we did was for old people in Chiang Mai. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. And, you know, obviously this year you're kind of going to help with the uh, Bang Kru Jar yeah, yeah. charity that we're supporting. Um, I mean, it, it takes a lot more than just raising money, doesn't it? It's, it's a lot more involved than people realize. Yeah, but the, the thing is, uh, like, like a bikers club have sometimes a bad image. And we in Pattaya now, we have an, a bikers union and we all bikers club together every month we come together and we, we discuss things we can do for charity things we can do better for the community and then that that's a that's why i respect about all the bikers here yeah and when you talk about bikers uh forgive me if i'm getting this wrong but what's the criteria if, if i ride a motorcycle and i want to come and join your club what's the criteria to, to become a member with you guys now uh, the member this is is a there's a law some rules in in bikers clubs okay uh, no mopeds no no that is <laughs> a biker is a biker you, yeah. you have um, a 500 cc yamaha you have a, a harley from 1700 cc a biker is a biker, you know. What, what about a 125 Nuvo? <laughs> no, that's not involved. <laughs> you, you can't join with the 125 Nuvo. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but, but all jokes aside, in yeah. terms of if we want to join the club, I mean, obviously we'll put the links to the motorcycle club down below in the description. Um, but if someone's watching this that likes to ride bikes, has got a you know reasonably sized good bike, yeah. what, what's the kind of situation in terms of how they can join you guys? Yeah, there's always a period, a hang around period, you know, hang around period. Like, you're like for the most of the clubs, it's six months, sometimes a year. Then you become a prospect, you know, and then do another six months or a year. Depends what kind of clubs you do. But you have to be um, good in the club. Mm. You have to click in the club. Okay. You know, if you don't click, it's not used to... It's not for everybody being a biker club. Yeah. You know, it's not for everybody. Uh, and in terms of the bike rides that you do go, I mean, where, where do you travel to around Thailand? Well, you know, how far do you guys go? Um, two times a year we do uh, go to Chiang Mai. Oh, but we sometimes we look the left side, we go around and then we come back in the middle or we go the right side and we come back in the middle it depends wow. the two times we do the different sizes yeah. so you negotiate bangkok then because that's awful isn't oh, it oh it's terrible terrible yeah. terrible and the worst thing is you know when you're back in chomburi 
when you hit the road, <laughs> then you're back in Tumbury, for sure. The worst roads in old Thailand. <laughs> yeah, I, I go with that. I must admit, I mean, I've got a bike myself and I ride up to Karat and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, absolutely. The minute you get back, there's holes and it's yes, just, yes, oh, yes. it is terrible. All right, I mean, well, that's great to, to catch up with you. But I want to talk to you now about the restaurant because, I mean, I've been here all oh, 10 years now and I've always known about Patrick's Steakhouse. I've always known you had a fantastic reputation. I mean, tell me a bit about the, the restaurant. When you came here, you mentioned earlier you were here assigned to the armed forces, etc. Where Where's the transition from the armed forces across to a, to a, a very, okay. very well-known steakhouse? Uh, first, uh, <clears throat> they asked me to be manager in a guest house. So I went over from this 50, 150 baht a day to 3,000 baht a week with oh. uh, lodgement and drinks and food and everything. And I had to manage the place and we start, because I, I love cooking, it's my hobby. So I started making dishes, uh, special Belgian specialties. Nice. And slowly and slowly, had, we have only three tables. So slowly we got more and more people coming. So I took the first floor, I put uh, six tables in there, 24 chairs. And then there was my restaurant upstairs. Wow. But I had a bar with girls working in there and with uh, purple lamps and pink lamps. Oh. And so <laughs> grandmother, not really the right, not really the right <laughs> location to have a steakhouse. Yeah. So. I wasn't a stackhouse, I was just a Patrick's Belgium restaurant. Yeah. And then uh, I looked for another location, I came in the arcade here. And in the arcade, there were only three shops here. Me, the uh, Rosarine there, and the shop on the corner. And the rest was all empty. Wow. It was like a garage where you park your car, you know? Wow. In the old days, and there was nothing here. But you can see, if you go to my, my website, my personal website, you can see all the pictures from the restaurant before. Oh well, okay. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is we'll if, if you send me some of those, we'll post those pictures yeah, yeah. here as well and visit Patrick's uh, website. We'll put the link in the description. So, so there was just three places here. And yes, it was just I started. Open. I started where my way was before. My way there started, and then the second part for my restaurant here, there's a two units. I made a pub, so you can eat there and drink there. But then I had the opportunity to take this unit, yeah, and then I make a hole in the in the wall. So we went to my restaurant one unit to the pub next door. But then I drunk too much, <laughs> and I said I cannot handle this no more in that pub. That was a skydive pub. We put a harness on the ceiling, put people in there, made a poutine, drinking one liter beer and all kind of thing. Oh no! So I was crazy times. Good times, but crazy. Yeah. And, uh, too much drinking. So I decided now I make one restaurant. And I mean, when you say it like that, I mean you're very modest. You, you haven't just made a restaurant. Let, let's be honest. I mean, mm -hmm. the steakhouse is well known throughout the whole of Pattaya. I mean, what do you feel is the the key to the success? What makes Patrick's Steakhouse here in Pattaya is so special that people just keep coming back time and time again. Quality. Okay. Quality is the most important thing. Okay, sometimes it's more expensive, but you cannot have cheap and quality. Mm. That's not work together. Mm. If you keep your same quality and right. steady the whole year, plus good service, clean plates, presented plates, all kind of things like that, then you keep people come back. And in terms of the steaks, I mean, you know, I've been very fortunate. I've eaten here myself and it's been absolutely top, top quality. In terms of like your own personal knowledge of, the, of what you sell here, I mean, what is your, your most popular dish? Most popular dish now is my trio steak. There's uh, three pieces from uh, Australia, um, New Zealand and Australia, Argentina and uh, US. And so people come in the first time and they try the three steaks and then the next time they come back, they can order that steak they, they like the, the one most. they liked. Uh, okay. Uh, that's one of the tricks we do. And also one of my best steaks for the moment is my Chateaubriand for two person. And now I have a good Nevada filet Angus from the States. Wow. And that this one you can eat with a spoon. You don't need a knife. So tender. 
Well, you make, you're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I mean, fair play, to you, and, and, you know, I, and I can say from personal experience, I have eaten here before, um, long before I even knew Patrick. So this isn't me just saying it, but it was top top quality. And as you know, I can't say the steaks were superb. They really were brilliant. And uh, fair play to you for doing those. Thank you very much. And in terms of the steaks, obviously. With a steak, you've got to have a good beer, haven't you? Let's be honest. Sure, sure. Well, I have anyway. That's one of the examples. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you don't just stop like the normal singleo and, and all that no, stuff. No, no, I mean, no. you've got some proper, proper yeah, beer. I mean, talk to me a bit about your beers. Proper Belgian beers, yeah. I got the 12, 12 different ones because we can go 200 if you want to, but I don't have stock. But mm. I took the most known uh, beers uh, for, for the show here. Yeah. yeah. And some of them are quite strong, aren't they? Oh, yeah. There's some of them, yeah. So you, do you feel like you're skydiving when you've had those? Yeah, I, I suggest eat something first and then get the Belgian beer. <laughs> See, that's why you sell steak. You, you yeah. eat your steak first and you yeah, drink yeah. your beer. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and in terms of like opening times and stuff, I mean, how many days a week are you open? Yeah, what times open, do you open, open right now? Seven days a week because uh, I do still do the business with my ex-wife, yeah. And uh, so we have each our three days in the week. Right. So we each work four days or three days, you know. And Rotate we, it around. We open every day. Uh, in the week till Friday, with Friday from 3 o'clock till 10, and then uh, the weekends from 12 o'clock. Saturday, Sunday, we open 12 o'clock afternoon. Right, okay. Now, spinning away from Patrick's Steakhouse, there's another little gem up your sleeve, isn't there, that you're just about to launch as we sit here talking? Yeah, yeah, well, uh, I had uh, something in my mind and I uh, needed a location, and uh, so I succeeded after four months, hard work and headaches with workers and all kind of stuff. We opened a new Spanish restaurant. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. And in the same street. Yeah, it's just up there, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, well, yes. I'm gonna be fortunate enough on Monday, I will be going to the restaurant and I will do a video for you. So again, you can check out this fantastic new venture that Patrick's doing. And if it's anything like your steaks, I'm sure it's gonna be a huge success. Uh, it's a complete different concept. It's all Spanish specialities, all kind of, so we have 15 different tapas. Then we have some main courses. We have the Pluma steak. We have all kind of things over there. Wow, sounds uh, fantastic. And it calls Don Pepe. That's the name of the restaurant. Okay, brilliant. All right. Well, it sounds sounds fantastic. Uh, and I wish you all the best with that one because thank uh, you very much. I'm it's sure if it follows this this trade here that uh, you've got with Patch, I'm sure it will be a success. I do it with a partner. I have a partner over there. Yeah. So we, we can share the job. So just coming off track now, nearly nearly coming to a close here. Just want to ask you a couple more questions. Right now, obviously, we're suffering hugely with the COVID situation, yeah. and you know the, it's been a very, very tough year. And you know it shows the quality of what you have here in terms of the fact that you're still going, you're still open, and you're still able to survive. I mean, what do you feel the future is right now in terms of where we're going to be, and how long is it going to be before people come? I believe, I believe in that vaccine. As soon as the vaccine is going to be distributed to all the people, and then. Then they're gonna say Thailand, you can come if you have a vaccine. That's what that's what I'm gonna think. I think it's gonna take another three, four months. Another yeah. three, four yeah, months. I think so. Yeah. Okay. One last question. Yes. And you're sitting there looking at me, thinking, "What's he gonna ask me? I really don't know." So, I want you to imagine you're on the phone. You're talking to somebody that's that's never ever been to Pattaya before, and he's asked you the question on the phone. Patrick, what's it like? What advice could you give me? What would you say? 
don't fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's brilliant advice. That's don't rule number fall, one. Yeah, yeah. Rule number one. And rule number three is, is don't fall in don't love. Fall in love. <laughs> brilliant. Well, listen, Patrick, it's been an absolute pleasure hey, talking nice to you. Thank you, you nice so to much. Have you. Nice okay, guys. So that's it for me here on the no, coffee chat. No, to yeah. open the drink the beer. <laughs> but what I will do is I'll put all the description all in everything you need to know in the links down and uh, in the description below. Please take a look. You know, there's a lot going on. Don't forget, I will be going to the uh, Spanish restaurant opening on Monday and I'm sure that will be fantastic and again I will bring a video to you for that so you can have a look at that and if you are in the mood for a beautiful steak great surroundings lovely different beers come down have a have a chat to Patrick he's normally here he's a fantastic guy really really nice happy to sit down and chat to all of you so come and say hello to this wonderful man and enjoy some fantastic steaks all right guys that's it for me okay. thank you very much for watching and please remember hit the subscribe button if you'd like to be notified when we bring out a new video please hit the bell icon all right wherever you are in the world Cheers. stay safe